Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hey there, Ghostbusters fans, and welcome to the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossFit Podcast for the week of May 11th, 2020. Hope everybody out there is doing well. This week on the show, we're going to be talking about, uh, boy, a whole lot. Uh, prop culture, Rick Moranis popped up. We're going to be talking about the Ghostbusters Italia fan film. Uh, and then in the second half of the show, we're going to be talking about what we think will happen on Ghostbusters Day in this June, this very different June. What do we think will happen? Stay tuned. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the keymaster? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! I spent a half an hour today trying to find you and me on the the steps outside Ghost Core, uh, getting our Ghost Core. Um, oh, that yeah, uh, I got that one somewhere. Um, so, because because again, because uh, that was a different rabbit hole. This rabbit hole began when I was like, "Oh, here's my honorary uh, uh, cert- uh, certificate from the Ghostbusters Italia." I'm like, where's the photo of me and uh, and Max? And I'm like, oh, where did it? Damn it. So I spent like another half an hour looking for that one. <laughs> found it. And uh, at that point, I go, oh, right. I have another certificate. I have the Ghost Core one. And where is that? And I haven't found that. It's here somewhere. But I'm like, oh, but if I'm getting, like, if I'm putting an online order in for the one of Max now, Maybe I should get the one with me with Ivan Reitman getting the diploma. So where's that? And then I found that. And, like it's just <laughs> down the it's, rabbit hole. This this is why you and I can never get anything like done in our own projects because we <laughs> we blow it up to immense proportions. Where it's like I need to get that picture framed, but that picture needs to have a mat, and it has to be a custom mat because I have to put this ribbon in with it, yeah. and I have to yeah. Well, it becomes you know a whole you know thing. why it's a whole to do. Well, because we're both basically job wise we're like we're producers essentially right it's got to be a project right. yeah it, like like production the uh, production uh you know leads and stuff like that which means it's not just being a project we're trying to cover all the bases as efficiently as possible yeah. i cannot place an online order to london drugs photo on two different days and go pick up two different photos if i'm getting a bunch of uh, eight and a half by 11s printed off today I gotta get them all printed out. Yeah, I gotta so add I, all the stuff. It's gotta be. It's gotta be complete and thorough. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta go get them. Very thorough. I gotta find them, and then that—that's the one that led me to. Ah, and I'm gonna frame them together. <laughs> uh, guess what? As far as I can tell, the world has exactly one of, and they want like a million dollars for it. Mm. A, a frame that will hold two diplomas, or in my case, a diploma and the photo of getting the diploma. Really? That can't yeah. be. Yeah. I have I've searched Michaels. I have searched all the oh. framing shops. I have searched Wayfair. Like I'm just, I know it's out there. And the reason I know it's out there is because eBay had one, and they're like, "That'll be $120." Oh, and I'm geez, like, you no. can jump off. So 
I mean, I, I feel, there's there's like the little portfolios, you know, like the my college diploma. I got the photo of myself and my diploma, and it came in yeah. a little like you know leather thing, and yeah. that went into that, a closet never to be seen again. Exactly. But, I want it up on a wall, right? Yeah. So uh, I just I can. At the end of the day, in a pinch, I could frame them separately and just hang them near one another. Yeah, I kind of want them in the same. But you want them to again, be together. I mean, it's, it's this that is, whole. This, again, this, this it's like you said. This is why we don't get anything done. Because in my head, the ideal and, and most efficient way would be to put them in the same stupid yeah. frame. I mean, it, it's uh, it, for the reason I'm, I am staring right directly at the the lovely photo that you made for me that's it's the three uh mats and it's the ticket for the premiere to answer the call it's the photo of kelly and i it's the um no ghost logo with the little uh swatch of carpet that uh that uh, we were able to snag and you put that together for me i'm like that's awesome that's a project like that's very you know uh specific things and you have to think it through and you gotta put it together and yeah, yeah. You, you can't just like oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna go down to aaron brothers even though aaron brothers doesn't really exist anymore and just pick up all the uh, 20 frames no nah, that's just not how it works but nope um well i mean good news is we got time kind of sort of everybody keeps talking about how much time they have <laughs> and i'm like i know i haven't had time to do anything but okay yeah well, uh, different circumstances. The only but. the only reason the only reason I um, uh, manage it is that occasionally I have to download very large files. At which point, there's I some might as well time. Just yeah, turn on, turn around and fidget with this or fiddle with that. Uh, I got a pile yeah. of jeans next to me that are starting to get like wear spots, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm liquid sewing on you know reinforcement patches just because a <laughs> this you know how jeans you can keep busy with yeah. keep busy with right you like yeah. your jeans as they are so before you completely chuck them out you just do a little bit of touch up work get another few months yeah. out of them sort of thing i feel like well, that's... that that and i can't really go shopping right now no so. yeah exactly we see we have the the conference everything is a conference call now we can't do emails for anything it's all conference calls and so last week I, I had the brilliant idea. I bought a bunch of these um, like synthetic ice tiles that I've now put in the guest room slash my office. Um, and I'm like, I'm going to work on my puck handling while I'm on all of these conference calls because <laughs> I only need to listen. I don't need to participate. So I'm going to sit here right. and sort of and work on my stick handling. Um, and and now um, there's uh, an article that's going out that's trying to improve morale <laughs> of all of the remote workers. And it's like every video call, every call has to be a video call, no, not just a conference call, video call. Uh, so my my stick handling practice <sighs> has gone away. But <laughs> well, this has been <laughs> this has been a discussion. We've my company. We're not a huge company by any strange uh, stretch of the imagination. Um, but we've had occasion like in the past where the building we were in got bought by developers, at which point we're like, oh, (laughs) we've been invited to leave because they're gutting the place and we need to find new offices. Right. Yeah. And we're like, well, you know, we're, we're a a digital project environment. So rather than rush into a new space, you know, like, and let's make sure we find a spot we like and the budgeting is right you know just let's there's no need to rush yeah we'll work from home and that's when we learn the lesson it's like working remotely you will see a 30 to 70 percent <laughs> drop in efficiency like if there's just it's, it's just how it is yeah, right like true. 
And that's Even if you if don't have are... kids or, you know, other yeah. things that you're having to deal with uh, on the side uh, or not even on the side full time at the same time. Um, even if people are being diligent, it's like they're at home. Stuff's yeah. just going to intrude, right? Like the dog will come running in or yeah. the kid will come running in or the doorbell will ring. And oh, yeah, you man. can ignore it and all that, but I just... And that's the least of it too, right? Because well, we're also not we're also not well trained to trying to get work done when we're sitting there going, should I take a moment and put that laundry in the machine? Yeah, okay, yeah, I should do that. Yeah, you know, my, <laughs> right, my break today was going to do the dishes, and I came out, and Kelly's like, I thought you were working. I'm like, I'm taking a break. She's like, you're doing the dishes. I'm like, yeah, this is my break. That's a taking break. The- What's to you? Wait a minute. Are you uh, yeah. compl- I can walk away right now. I cannot do the dishes. Uh, do you want dirty dishes? Because yeah. this is how you get dirty dishes. I don't know. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's the weirdest, like, I, I and, you know, you're still doing, I'm still doing a full workload from home uh, yeah. on top of other things because of, you know, various circumstances. <clears throat> We're having to pick up other people's work. Um, so I'm doing, like, four people's jobs while mm-hmm. also being at home and trying to be present for my family. And Yep. <sighs> Ghostbusters? Uh, what? Uh, talking about Ghostbusters? <laughs> huh? It's the one constant left in our lives. Yeah. Uh, always. <laughs> Penny always. is my constant. Ghostbusters is my constant. I feel like that's uh, the only thing that's, that's going. But Exactly. Uh, well, before we get too deep into things, um, uh, good response again to last week's uh, Eagle Moss uh, building. I, I, again, I get self-conscious, so thank you for everybody that reached out and said, uh, don't worry, we're actually enjoying these episodes. <laughs> um, but yeah. uh, people that are building along with us, people that are ahead of us, uh, you know, we've we've still got, uh, I think, four kits. How many more do we have to go? Four of the stages that we have. To get, so, no, yeah. No. Don't we have through 10 yep. and we built through six? No. No, we never we made built, it to six. Yeah. You got to the end of six. And you still Did, had a little bit to do on six because of the, the incident. I you have, have to new finish screwdrivers, six. right? You've got the screwdriver situation figured out? Yeah. Okay. The, the one screwdriver I had probably would have worked, but I think by design, um, looking at them, they're more for like <sighs> – it's it's right on the cusp of it, yeah. And uh, and and so I did the <laughs> the intermittent run to Walmart. Don't get excited. It's Canada. None of, there's no Ghostbuster stuff there. Um, and in in running around and picking up all the groceries, I uh, had a, a brief moment where I decided, oh, let's go check, and and went to the hardware section, and they had one. One set of whatever Walmart's Work Pro, whatever no name, their brand five is. buck ones. Yeah. Not Kirkland, yeah, got, but the other one. Yeah, yeah. they got they got two uh, Philip heads in them. Um, yeah, with the same kind of design I was talking about. It's got like the oh, nice the palm pivot and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So now the thing is, is I got to dig up. I got a couple of heavy duty magnets around here. I got to do a little. Uh, I got to do some atom aligning. Ooh. Get get them magnetized. Yeah. That was my and I'll be ready to go. Favorite school experiment magnetizing screwdrivers. Um Yeah. But, well, uh, I you did you know you can buy a magnetizer? Oh, really? Where's the Actually, fun in that though? Well, That's... the f- the fun is that it's it's plastic covered and it has one uh hole which is um like a rectangle. And it's labeled uh, magnetizer, and you just run your screwdriver or whatever through that a few times, turning it around. Magnetized. Yeah. On the other end of this plastic thing, it's got a weird, 
like it's got like a square, but it's been cut in half by steps, like jagged little step bits, and it's labeled demagnifier. You can literally demagnify. It just basically puts out, uh, you know, a uh, negative can't... charge to no, not a negative charge. It's it's just like a, a, a whereas one is about aligning the atoms, this one is forces coming from different directions, so it just sort of scatters everything around as you pass yeah. it through. The atoms all get kind of disarrayed. So. Uh... <laughs> There's a, there's a product for everything. That's, <laughs> that's basically what I learned was, is like, I stopped dreaming. I was like, you know what I need? I need pickle socks. <laughs> and then, and then I stopped saying to myself, I need pickle socks. And I just go to amazon.ca pickle socks. I'm uh, like, I have a selection. Are. I have a selection of pickle socks. Take your choice of 12 varieties, including a three pack of, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> But, um, all right, well, that's good news. Well, I think we'll do another build episode. I mean, we could probably do it next week. Uh, yeah. we're ready. Just, we're ready to go now if you got the screwdriver. So, uh, so stay tuned. We'll, we'll keep building since we've got the kits uh, to do it now, but yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So, I mean, it's not technically news, but just for posterity's sake, sake, uh, let's, let's pretend everything is a okay. And yay, throw it to the news. Here comes the news. That's not news. Hey guys, Peter. I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to turn your head. Multiplanar curly and emanation. Now, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. All right, news. Stuff's happening. <laughs> are you leaving it to me or are you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so here's here's you what I'm sent, thinking. You sent a list. I, I sent you a list. Yeah, we, we have, have a list. Lists. Let's. I mean, it's it's not necessarily news, but I I, I want to save the Ghostbusters Day talk to the very end because my Leave the one thing the I, I do want to talk about what I think might be happening for Ghostbusters Day this year because it's kind of weird. I think that maybe they're scrambling and trying to figure out what to do for Ghostbusters Day on June eighth, but. Let's let's save that to the end. Let's talk about uh, you, uh, the Ghostbusters Italia fan, fan film. That was one thing that I know a lot of people were talking about. Yeah. Um, and and you um, you did a, a proton charging uh, live stream. What? How'd that go? Uh, what what ended up happening? It was great. Uh, there was like I think at the peak, it was just a, like a dozen of us or whatever. Nice. But we watched. Um, you know, everybody cheered when Max made his cameo. Uh, we were all horribly impressed by the level of. Uh, it's <laughs> effects work they went I into mean, yeah, it. It is and, 45 minutes, and um, yeah, it, it was a lot of work. Yeah, it's it's very much a fan film, and I say that I say that with much love and respect because there's a there's a an approach to fan films where you want to get certain Ghostbuster tropes in there. Yeah. Yeah, and so you go for it, right? Like they're they're not they're, 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 there's there's fun to be had by recreating the stuff that we love from the movies and all that. And this one is no exception. There's a lot of that in. Yeah, there. there's. Uh, I mean, they try to all the the formatting things like the opening with the, uh, you know, <laughs> your 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 ghostly encounter leading into the theme song. Yeah, um, all that sort of thing. Uh, the um, trap, the zap and trap sequence. Um, yeah, I mean, somebody's got to get slimed. Uh, you know, the yeah. the, the usual. So, and and again, it's it's so well put together. Um, you know, they they spent a lot of time, a lot of uh, a lot of money, I'm sure, because it's they're yeah. in these beautiful locations with uh, you know tons of props and all sorts of art department and visual effects and and um, very very and cool. It, yeah, very cool. And I haven't had this conversation with Max yet, but what I realized is that 
a lot of people in it that I didn't think would necessarily be either, either Max has like a real polished professional voice <laughs> <laughs> that he, he, he doesn't bust out when he's having like a chat with me. Yeah. Um, or he got, and like I said, I'm, I was looking at the end, there was a lot of people with actors doing their voices. Oh, so they dubbed people in, uh, possibly? Possibly. And yeah. I think that goes back to the fact that they have a, uh, it, Italy and, you know, perhaps other places like Germany and all that too, but I know it exists in Italy that they revere the actors that dubbed the voices oh, almost as yeah. much, if not in its own and, way and on par with the passed, actors. Didn't they? Yeah. I know Max, yeah, Max was really sad about one of the actors who was doing the voices for the original films. Yeah. Uh, having passed away. Yeah. Passed away, right? Like, so I, I, I'm like, is Max being, one made sense and it took me a while. To, I didn't recognize him at first because he was on TV and tiny and then it got to the end and I'm like, Jim Fi. they got Jim Fi to uh, oh, make an appearance funny. as a, uh, as a, the, I guess the, the director of a uh, hydroelectric plant that was was a focus in this story right so i mean and and part of that also uh you know the the old spaghetti western uh clint eastwood would talk about his time on the uh leone films and uh yeah. he, he wasn't used to it because it was noisy as hell because they didn't do any sound recording nobody gave a crap about the sound recording because they were going to dub it all in the end anyway yeah. so they, they um, redo all the Foley and they, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. they do all the voices. Just redo all the voices anyway. So I wonder how much of that was them just kind of like, well, you know, the, the Italian film uh, making process, that's what we're going to, we're going to do. Um, yeah. So, but, uh, uh, but that was fun. A bunch it, of people, can, it, you know, um, it was one part loving MST3K and one part, you know, just sitting there being completely jealous. <laughs> it's like, yeah. wait a minute, you can hire old guys and children. Where are you finding children to cast? <laughs> <laughs> do do they have all do they have Coogan accounts? Do you have a work permit? Do you have it's the Disney me uh, talking? Um but so it it was only up for 72 hours. Is it going to be available? Do you know anywhere else? I know that they kind of did that as their sort of stay at home uh yeah. watch with us over the weekend thing, but I'm trying to find out. I would be very surprised that if a group that that organized like high-end locations you know, did some real serious effects work, a lot of time, you know, doing post-processing and then premiered it at a theater complete with red carpet yeah. and Ecto and all. I'd be very surprised if they don't have a, Do a something plan to put it. it out on yeah. disc, right? Yeah. Like, so. Um, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we're able to see it. And if not, uh, hopefully there will be a, a means to see it later uh, down the road here. Yes. But, um, that's that's but very fun. cool. It was very last minute because they put it up on noon on Friday. And of course, as we were just discussing in the cold opening there, you and I work. So by the time I got everything sorted and wanted to show it like about eight or nine in the evening yeah. or whatever it was, so that some portion of the world was, you know, still awake to watch it with me, not just the, the West coast. Um, uh, yeah, word was very, like I, I messaged you. I'm like, there's no chance in hell. Craig had just finished his eBaying online thing and he was beat, uh, you know, but, uh, Ryan and a bunch of others, uh, jumped on in there and nice. had good fun. Ooh. And by the end they have, they, they have their bloopers over the, the end credits. So yeah. I'm like, Burt Reynolds ending <laughs> crickets. I'm like, Jackie Chan ending Duh. crickets. I'm like, no, really? 
the ah uh, the Cannonball Run bloopers are like sacred, um, right? But so, anyways, uh, well, that's what. We'll, and and for those that that missed out, we are still planning on doing some sort of a live stream or like a live episode of of some sort. It's just again, no time. We got to plan these things out, and we'll figure it out. But we'll and now you out. got stuff hanging behind you. I got stuff hanging behind me. We're ready for video, so we'll, we'll figure <laughs> this out. Um. I uh, prop culture. That's what I wanted to talk about is uh, the, the Disney plus. And I'm not, again, as an employee of Disney, I'm not just spouting out Disney plus stuff here. Uh, I'm not getting paid to say anything like this. Um, but prop yeah. culture is a wonderful series. Uh, I know a lot of, of our uh, listeners out there are prop builders and, and fans of original props, screen used props. Um, and this show is kind of about that, but it's mainly more about the movies that you love and going back and talking to the people that were responsible for them and using yeah. the props to trigger stories and behind the scenes anecdotes and, and things like that. Not to, not to, I don't mean it in a diminutive way, but, uh, but it's like Disney's answer to movies that made us sort of, sort of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a little less, uh, snarky and. A little more emotional, a little more reverent. With, with a with using props as kind of like the angle. Yeah, into. it's like one part antiques roadshow and one part. Here's what made the <laughs> movies that that you love what they are, um, and very emotional too. I mean, he shows you know costumes to the Mary Poppins, uh, the, the little girl who uh, was in Mary Poppins, and she breaks down in tears, and you're like, oh yeah, because. <clears throat> That's something from her childhood she hasn't seen in a long time. Oh, boy, yeah. this is kind of tearing me up. Uh, but anyway, the reason we talk about this is because there's a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids episode, um, which, uh, I mean, yes, this is a Ghostbusters podcast. There is some crossover. The Joe Johnstons and the Richard Edlins of the world uh, will tell you. Uh, but Rick Moranis pops up. They it, Some mm-hmm. way, somehow, they got an interview with Rick in New York City <laughs> at a miniatures uh, museum. Uh-huh. Um, and 100% has to do with the, they're going to make a new movie. Oh, yes. Oh, for sure. That was, you know, that's a given. He flew in because he knew that he was kind of setting the table for that. But, and the best part is you can see how not nervous, but maybe kind of like uneasy on edge Rick Moranis is through the interview, because at the very beginning, um, uh, Dan, who is the host, uh, is like, oh, I just got to tell you how big of a fan I am. And and he starts gushing about Strange Brew. And you can see Rick Moranis like shift in his seat like, oh, Strange Brew, huh? Right, cool. You're not going to ask me about Ghostbusters, are you? Like you can hear that in his yeah. head as uh, the conversation is happening. Um, but it, it turns into a very lovely interview. And, and it's just good to see and hear Rick Moranis talk. Um I wish that SCTV documentary would finally release uh, so that we can see and hear him talk about that. But that's another I know. story. Yeah. Well, sooner or later, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so if, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's just good to see Rick, you know, uh, in, and hear him kind of talk about the, the roles that mean a lot to him and, and what honey, I shrunk the kids means uh, to him. And, uh, <laughs> The, the reason that I bring this up, too, is because there's one pointed question that Dan asks him. Uh, a lot of your roles involved you wearing goofy helmets. Uh, <laughs> you know, Ghostbusters, Dark Helmet, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. You're wearing stupid helmets in all of them. Uh, and, and and Rick has an answer for it. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, go check it out. But um, Yeah, he, he does, even in Strange Brew in a couple of places. Yeah. Why? Uh, and, and it's kind of well, funny because I think it takes Rick aback. He goes... 
uh, you're right. I actually hadn't thought about that until okay, this moment. Okay, let's stop. My Blue Heaven. I don't think so. No, nothing in My Blue Heaven. Uh, uh, Streets of Fire. No. No. Uh, Little Shop of Horrors. No. No. But still, it's an overrepresented a number of movies that well, he's and, gonna... and, and ones that are iconic too. That's yeah. the thing. Like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. You you immediately have visions of his helmet with the magnifying glass with and the two searchlights on it. Uh, dark helmet is dark helmet. Obviously, weird, weirdly iconic in its own right, even though it's making fun and referencing uh, an entirely the, different yeah, iconic the, thing. The oversized helmet plus the the necktie. Like you immediately see that in your head. Ghostbusters. Yeah, the, obviously, you're listening to this podcast. You know the the. Colander with all of the gadgets and gizmos and stuff on it. And then it, Strange Brew, it's some collection of hockey helmets. But anyways. It, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it's kind of, it's again, it's just, it's always good to see Rick. It's always good to hear from him because it's so yeah. rare. Um, well, it's encouraging that he's, we see more of him. He's he's not a complete Howard Hughes of uh, film and television. So, you no. know, it, 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 it. <laughs> It gives I've I've bumped up the after uh, credit uh, Lewis Tully sequence up to fifteen percent <laughs> possibility. Something fifteen percent possible please. now, or a promo, an advertisement, a trailer, or something, exactly. guys. But fifteen percent, yeah, maybe even a maybe even a solid twenty. 25. Tops. Ooh. Oh, I like it. All right. The, yeah. the iron is getting hotter here. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so check it out. It's it's awesome. Uh, the, the other thing I noticed too is when they talk about Ghostbusters, the couple of times that it comes up, they showed generic Ghostbusters photos, but not necessarily one of Rick. So that's strange. I wonder if that was mm. his request. He didn't want to see himself in Ghostbusters or if it was just a likeness thing in their, their licensing. Mm. But mm. yeah, um, it's hard to say. Tough to say, but so so yeah, check that out. Uh, what else is on the All right. Here? Well, with that in mind, I take it down to twenty percent. Twenty percent. Yeah, maybe he maybe he still has kind of a weird bone to pick with Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. For, yeah, yeah. So twenty percent. Um, uh, speaking of afterlife, uh, Jason Reitman, uh, as we speak, I think it's actually tonight, very very late this evening, or or may have just happened, and we didn't have a chance to watch it. But um, Emily Hampshire, who plays Stevie on uh, Schitt's Creek, uh, has been doing this Wednesday uh, quarantine talk show. I uh, kind of like John Krasinski's uh, Good News uh, uh, mm. show where she just talks to people that she admires, um, primarily Canadians, I think. Um, and uh, Jason Reitman is on the show tonight. And I have no idea what they talk about. So we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about be, that maybe We'll next talk about week. it as we assemble an Ecto yeah. next week. I, I mean, my guess is uh, on the Ghostbusters front, he's really been, and everything he's been talking about is the trailer. Like he's he's hyping up the next trailer that he's he's very pleased with it. And... Um, and, and I think he's really proud of that trailer and that's kind of the only thing he's been saying about Ghostbusters at the moment. So, uh, uh, let's put a pin in that because we'll come back to that with our Ghostbusters day, uh, conversation, but, um, so stay tuned. We'll, we'll see if anything, uh, big comes out of it. I'm sure it's a great conversation because Emily is, is very funny and she asks very fun questions. Um, so, uh, we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, Oh, go, uh, Jason and Ghostbusters news. I, this is a this is a good one. This is very um, mm. very apropos for everybody's situation at the moment. So uh, everybody's doing their face masks now. You can go to uh, uh, your favorite NHL team and get your uh, NHL face masks. You can go to Shop Disney and get all your favorite Disney characters. Um, yep. Yes, you can go to Ghostbusters news because uh, T Public has masks. 
They can do printing on masks now uh, in very limited supplies. It kind of comes and goes for obvious reasons. They're trying to get masks to the people that need them uh, first. Uh, and so... Uh, well, let's let's be very clear. These are non-medical Non-medical, masks. yes. Yeah, exactly. So I, th- the- I think the main thing is actually less to do with them. There's a prioritization. I think it mostly comes down to, I think they're moving real fast. Is what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, uh, everybody needs to... masks at the moment, yeah. or you should need. Ma- if you're listening to this and you're not wearing a mask when you go out, you should do that. Yeah. I will I actually, wrap your knuckles yeah. if you're not doing this. I was listening to. I don't know which podcast it was. I've been meaning to dig it up and share it around because it was a really excellent. It was the the culture of masks. Yeah. And they interviewed uh, like a journalist that was lived in China and had been kind of looking into it and all that. And it's like, we all think, oh, Asians, they love wearing masks. It's a cultural thing. You know, that's why we're having a tough time with it. It's like, no, <laughs> that maybe goes, but it goes back maybe a hundred years and they've actually been resistant to it. Like the Spanish flu thing, they kind of fought it at first and- People remembered it from the Spanish flu, and there was another one in mid to late century, and people kind of remembered how it was used back then, so it kind of came back, but then a lot of older people were resistant to use it. Like, So now media just goes, you know, here's an Asian person in a mask, because that's what they do. And it's like, no, no, they had to get used to it as well. And I think what we're starting to see is, yeah, we're starting to head into, that's going to play a role in our new reality here for a while. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, they're they're terribly comfortable. I think everybody will be wearing them in the future. That's right. Yeah. So they make it very clear these are non-medical, which is to say then what they amount to is, uh, you know, they depending on if you're sick and the person across from you is sick, whatever that combination is, <laughs> there's, there's different percentages yeah. levels of how helpful it is, but it's not zero, which is what they're kind of heading towards. Like even if, even if you're just wandering around on your own and you're not really interacting with people, the fact that you have a mask on so you can't jam your finger up, you know, pick your nose or put something in your mouth, like it yeah. just sort of reminds you, hey, stop putting your fingers in your face holes goes a long way to help so yeah, there's that and if everybody wears them uh it will help everybody that's that's kind of the the mentality here it's like yes look you well, you you may have it you're not giving it to somebody else that's the that's the whole that's, thing but, a, well and the the but what they do make clear is t public for everyone you buy they do actually donate a medical grade one like they they're donating money to to get more medical to get grade the ones to the people who need equipment. them yeah <clears throat> now here's the thing TeePublic, like a lot of these print-on-demand sites, allow you to sell your own stuff, but you can also act as an affiliate in your store and sell other people's. So I haven't done a final count, but I went to Jason's and I looked at those and I was like, that's 416 Ghostbusters mask. Because literally what it was is everybody who had a design uh. up. But the thing was, is those were only the designs that Jason had opted to offer th- through his store. Because not only does the person who put the design up make money if he, if one sells through his store, he makes a little oh, more too. I right? never, so, okay, interesting. I didn't know that. I, I thought well, that, that was something that he was co-opting with the no, artists. Yeah. No, he's okay. got his own ones in there. Uh, and they're great. Like I got a couple. Um, 
There's a Slimer's Mouth one. Again, going back to my pickle socks, I'm like, <laughs> you know, do they have print-on-demand masks? Because I think I'd really, like, it'd be really funny to make, like, a no-ghost one, like a Moogly Mouth. No, that's already covered. Don't even, <laughs> millions of people have thought of it already. Jason's selling them on his site. I'm like, all right, easy enough. I'll just pick up those. Uh, but Brandon Schoolcraft has um, a bunch up there. Really nice ones. Uh, people who may or may not have, well, uh, his involvement with uh, the um, Clean Up the Town documentary. And, of yeah. course, he's on uh, the Patch and Pin uh, community circles. He's been making, like, uh, afterlife patches based on, you know, like, uh, Somerville Police and all that sort right. of thing. And end of the day, depending on what your tastes are, there's like three or four Ray's Occult designs or whatever. Is is there one? And if there's not, whoever's out there, you can have this one for free. Uh, okay. Is is there a face mask that somehow makes it look like uh, you have the impossible Dan Aykroyd cigarette dangle from your lip, so that it's the mask is oh. over top of your face, and then it's just got like the that that I don't know how he did that, <laughs> and I don't think Dan Aykroyd remembers how he did that because he always says like it was just a, an accident and we went with it. I don't, I don't recall seeing one. So maybe I, I, we do gotta so get that made. That's so inside baseball. Everybody's like, "Oh, dude, gross!" Super inside smoking. baseball. But if you but know, the, you know. That's the beauty of this site. They print on demand. You don't yeah. have, you don't need a, a number, to, a certain number to to get them made. You, if you you want it, they'll, they'll make it. Um, that number is much higher, be, and I know this because I finally opted to look into T Public. I let's put it this way: Jason has a very uh, serious. Jason has, a, I don't know if he has, uh, like a five-year plan binder <laughs> or a business plan for, for it, but let's just say if he doesn't, he basically does it in his head because we all know that Jason puts a lot of time and energy into the blog he, side. Uh, you yes. know, he, yeah. he's got a, he's got steps for how that propagates out to social uh, media. Uh, Jason, Jason's figured out the whole monetization theory. Everything. He, he's got he the does. Patreon, the T public. Uh, you and I, we sit here and we're like, we're yeah. making a podcast. I think it costs us 200 bucks a year, but <laughs> no, that's another yeah. story. It's, it's, this is free therapy. We, we don't yeah. need money to come in. We just need this to exist. So we will make it exist. Jason, on the other hand, doing videos, all he's got it covered. Um, <laughs> I, a similar time that he set up, the re- I th- I'm pretty sure he got into it the same way I did, which was T Public was contacting sites, going, uh. "Come to Ford, please be on our site." And I was like, "Yeah, that sounds great. I have a day job. Like I just never got around to it." Yeah. And when this happened, I was like, "Oh man, well, you know, now's the time. Let's let's test it out." So, <laughs> I have sold not one, but two of my uh, my heart uh, nuclear. <laughs> Uh. Nuclear logos from from uh, answer the call. Uh, I made a whole two bucks All right. uh, as masks. That's that's a great idea yeah. too. Yeah. Well, no, actually, one mask and one, and I don't know if it's the same person coming back, but they made a magnet out of it. So there you go. Oh, nice. Oh, but yeah, it, look, it looks good. It looks good on a mask. You can uh, get yourself a. Uh, they have a wider range of stuff too. So, like, if you want your Bassmaster's throw cushion, I you come talk to me. I'll show you where to pick one up. But uh, <laughs> uh, Power Puff, my my uh, Stay Puff Let's girl. See if Townsville is under attack. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my so my little Power Puff girl Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man mashup. So uh, that was one. What else? Not everything turned into a mask, but I did put the um, the my Zetamort uh, t-shirt oh, nice. design up there. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of my favorites. Still, I wear that one all the time. That, that one's that one's always yeah. good for a laugh. But uh, yeah, at the end of the day, um, 
I haven't done the final count, but I'm I'm pretty safe to say that it's easily you know well over 450 to 500 different Ghostbusters, and that's just Ghostbusters. You go to that wow. site, you plug in whatever. I'm sure you'll find masks for favorite sports groups or whatever. And and again, T Public doesn't care. You buy it. They're donating to yeah. to the medical uh, great equipment for the people who need it. So, and you're uh, gonna need them again, like uh, a, a mask a day at the very least. That's uh, you know, we're like all gonna I have said, if masks you, like underwear. That's how it's gonna be. E- even if it does nothing but keeping your stupid digits out of your <laughs> stupid facial orifices. <laughs> It's jamming germs uh-huh. up there. It's doing its job. So, As someone uh, who has a nervous tick where I pull on my ears uh, and the, the hands are always near the face, I, I can appreciate it. So Yeah, so there you go. But the, um, it's pretty cool. And so shout out to Jason for kind of heads up yeah. in that one. Um, I'd recommend people just go there because he's got most of them together. And once you go through to his page, you're kind of tapped into T Public. And if you're curious, just throw some search words in there and see what else shows up. And uh, yeah, ding yeah. dong. Um, so check, check that out. And, and to anybody else who has, uh, a, a, a lead on masks, uh, hit us up because, you know, we'd like to put a highlight on those. Cause if there's Absolutely. something cool, I want to make sure that we shout out. Um, here's, here's another one. I saw this and I was kind of kicking myself because you and I have talked about this for the longest time and we never got around <laughs> to it. Um, so I, I know what you're about to talk about. <laughs> son of a. Uh, so there's a YouTube group that's doing an audio drama version of Ghostbusters, the return, the iBook that came out from Sholly fish, uh, uh, God, 15 years. No, that can't be right. When was that? 2005? Uh, four, 2004. Unbelievable. It, it, it comes from in and around the, just, it comes at the, the other, the, the closer side of the 88 mile per hour comic series. Yeah. God, I can't like believe it, it, it's been that it long. Is, it is an artifact from the dearth years is what nothing. it is. Yeah, and and love it or hate it, I actually personally love it. It's it's a kind of a good glimpse of what could have been. Um, but, no ghost uh, core. There was no, there was no, you know, single brain trust that was kind of guiding where they wanted things to go because Ghostbusters The Return <laughs> – really ends up in a left field (laughs) in terms of where the characters have headed to. Uh, And and has very um, real Ghostbusters elements to it. Um, uh, But it's a fun book. It's a fun read. Um, And again, it's sort of an Elseworlds sort of experiment, sort of like the 88 miles per hour books were. (gasps) It's it's just always really fun to to read those. September 28th, 2004. Who called it? Wow. Who called it? I mean, I, I do remember that it was like right about the time that I graduated from college, which who's, also feels like a lifetime ago. But who's got two thumbs that you can't see pointing at himself? <laughs> who got it right? That Me. guy with the uh, thumbs. You ready? I'm on Amazon.ca, so these are Canadian prices. Oh no, I can't even imagine. Wait, can you I can I guess? guess? Yeah, absolutely. Canadian. Canadian. Uh, Two fifty. You want to take a second guess? Higher or lower? Higher. Oh, no way. Yeah. Go ahead. 450. Ah, a little too high. Too high. 429. Whoa. And they have two other, it says two other used from 370. Like, I, I mean, the, so it had two things going against it. Number one, iBooks is, is long gone. So the publisher iBook, that was behind it iBooks. is. IBooks died like within a year after them putting this out. Like this was at yeah. the t- 
tail end of their getting stuff out. So, and, and one of the things, you know, that, that they had said they were going to do is they were going to do an ebook of it. Uh, hence iBooks. Uh, and that never came to pass. Uh, obviously people have scanned in PDFs and, and eBooks uh, exist mm-hmm. of it, but those are, you know, not, not official copies. Um, and also it just, it was a really limited print run. Uh, they didn't really make that were, many and it wasn't really easy to find. They were, they were not a big, they were not a big, uh, imprint, right? Like, yeah. So just a, a rare book made even rarer by the fact that the, the, the label, uh, went out of business. But, um, so, so anyway, the, re- the reason we bring it up is there's a YouTube group that's going to be doing chapters, uh, of, uh, basically the audio drama version of, uh, Ghostbusters the Return. Mm-hmm. What an excellent way during quarantine to, uh, be entertained. <laughs> if only... Someone would have thought about that and had the time to do that. I, scr- Speaking, I scratched it off the list with a very heavy sigh. I was like, ah, I was going to do that. But Speaking as the guy who pitched television people on the idea of a late night show that was devoted to uh, slow motion video, <laughs> and they kind of scratched their heads, <laughs> I'm. it's all right. I'm right there with you, pal. Uh, yeah. It's all okay. Uh, so someday. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so. I am at uh, ABE Books, A Books US 241. All right, so wait, so for comparison's sake, do they have a copy of Making Ghostbusters? Like, I would be curious what Making Ghostbusters costs in comparison to Making Ghostbusters. I bet Making Ghostbusters is actually cheaper because it was a Delray book. Yep. Come on, there it is. You want to guess? Uh, two hundred. Lower. Really? Yeah. Nah, one hundred. Nine ninety nine. Ninety nine ninety nine. Fifty eight bucks U.S. Fifty eight bucks. Uh huh. Crazy. And that's that's on par. I <laughs> I got in under the wire on a newly minted website called Amazon.com many moons ago, pushing thirty years ago. So ninety. Tell, tell me of this. What is this Amazon you speak of? Yeah. Let's put it this way. It was new enough that, A, I was actually able to call somebody, <laughs> and B, things were so out of, like, still new with them and all that. I went, you said it was available on your site. I paid for it. And then they sent me a thing saying, we're canceling the order. We can't find it. And I, it, in my naivete, went, you said you had it. So what? where did it go? And they got back to me. Oh, we went down and looked in, in the warehouse and we found it. Yay! Like just complete oh, everybody's. Man. What are the odds? Anybody's, yeah. Anybody dealing with Amazon now is like, what magic land did you come from? Uh, yeah, um, what? Yeah. Um, I found then, probably about 15 years ago, used bookshop near my office. A copy came in. He was holding it. I said, how much for that? He said, I'm holding it for somebody. And I said, if they don't want it, call me. And he said, they never came and got it. Do you want it? I picked it up for 75 bucks Canadian. So they're 60 bucks US. So wow. basically that is about the That's... market price for a still very hard to find book. Yeah. You know, relatively, I right? Mean, so And it, it's also it just it shows you how rare Ghostbusters the Return is too. If 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 making yes. Ghostbusters, which is probably in a little bit more demand um, yeah. for other collectors, you know, film collectors and uh and the like. That's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so hey, anyway. Uh, ch- uh, check out, I think it's uh, Channel 42 is the name of the YouTube channel, but uh, they have the first chapter up and they're going to be releasing 
I, th- I think like once a week was what uh, their release schedule was going to be. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, if, if you don't have Ghostbusters, the return, or if you have the PDF, uh, I know spook central, uh, uh, you know, a, yep. Paul's Paul's got a PDF up there that you can download. Um, but you know, if, if you haven't been able to read it, this is a good way to do it and to do it uh, in chunks. So uh, so do that. Check it out. And I'll, oh. I, I promise that I will keep my snark in check for them <laughs> taking the brilliant idea. Let's wait and see what they do with it first. Um, yeah, I uh, I'm sorry. I I kept on scrolling. Um, so there's probably about eight copies of no, nearly ten copies of making Ghostbusters. Yeah, the high end is three hundred and thirty. Really, and there's two or two or three at the two fifty range. Is that for one of range. the like library editions? That's the sort of hardcover bound. Nope. Uh, oh, okay. It just says new. Huh. Um. One is marked near fine first edition. There only was the one edition. Well, yeah, yeah. New. Um, no, they're in. Those ones look like it's because they're in really, really, really good shape. Which is strange because the one we were talking about, I was looking at when we were talking earlier, it's marked as very good. Yeah, light rubbing where to cover spine and page edges. Very minimal writing or notations and margins not affecting the text. So oh, well, possible, yeah. possible clean ex library copy is what they're saying. Yeah, with their signature. So you got a well loved copy or a, a lived in copy. Yeah, you can pick it up for like sixty bucks, which is but, fine. Too. I mean, you you want to read that book? That's not a yeah. book that you just pick up as a collector. That's something. Especially if you're listening to this show, if you haven't read it, you should definitely do that. Yeah, but, once you end up in the uh, uh, really good condition to. Very good, near fine, whatever sort of thing. Yeah, they start from a hundred oh. and up. So yeah, let's okay. So it's still. Oh, one's in Vancouver, Washington. Oh, once they open the borders, I'm going. <laughs> no, it's, I don't have two hundred fifty-five bucks. <laughs> what am I talking about? Ah, uh, yes, uh, spending yes. the money. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so here, here's we've got a couple more minutes uh, left here. Um, I do definitely want to get to the Ghostbusters Day uh, conversation here. So, um, mm-hmm. so let's any quick other shout outs. Uh, Ghostbusters the video game. If you're in the UK, uh, hit up the PS4 store. It's like five dollars or t- ten five pounds. euro. Yeah, it's crazy. Whatever the price is, ten bucks. Ten nine, nine pounds. Nine pound ninety nine. Um, so, uh, but that's only through May twentieth. So if you're listening to this and you don't have it on your PS4, go get it now. You can. Get Get the remastered version pretty cheap yep. um and i think that's oh the the new halloween costumes costumes.com or halloween costumes.com they've got the dana barrett uh, zool dress right uh yeah the zool dress uh a bunch of kids uh, costumes including like uh, a slimer one for toddlers to yeah. you know uh, younger kids uh buntings i saw buntings like a stay puffed uh and a slimer bunting for you know little be little baby peanuts um and they had a whole list of things that they're like, you know, coming soon. And I think what they mean is uh, it was popular enough. We're doing it again because the like the Slimer candy tray right, is coming right. back and a couple of other things. So. Um, and and uh, Ruby's costume. Uh, stay tuned. I don't know if you haven't heard they uh, filed for bankruptcy. So hopefully everything will be OK. And we'll get some more Ghostbuster stuff on the flip side of that. But 
Um, so yeah, check, check that one out. Um, hopefully Halloween will be, uh, another awesome monumentous occasion for all of us. Uh, yeah, I think you and I maybe in the summertime, maybe having an episode conversation about, (laughs) about socially distant Halloween and how Uh, to celebrate it. Halloween celebration. Alternative. Yeah. Let's get there when we get there. Let's still, let's still have a Halloween. But what does that mean? What does that mean? Mm. Um, but that's an excellent segue. Thanks, Mr. Stewart. Uh, hey. hey, Ghostbusters Day. We should probably yeah. still have a Ghostbusters Day, but what does that mean? Uh, for everybody <laughs> out there that doesn't know what we're talking about, um, because it's been kind of a recent, relatively recent thing that, that Sony and Ghost Core uh, have started doing. Okay, do you want a quick overview? Yeah, yeah. F- fans have always regarded as June 8th as informally a ghost like Ghostbusters Day. I don't think we necessarily called it Ghostbusters Day, but it was always the birthday slash anniversary. It was, it was anniversary that we made, date. That yeah. we made a note of. Uh, and then three years ago, around that, no, before. Um, 20s. Same, same, same year as uh, 2016. Yeah, same it was year as be answer 2016. Call coming yeah, because they, June, they made it part of their yeah. marketing. Yeah, and it became sort of a, you know, they, they released. Uh, you know, uh, uh, product information or, you know, a Playmobil yep. one year did their animated video, uh, you know, kind of advertising yep. their toys. Um, it, it never, never anything very big except f- fan fest, right? Uh, well, one year they announced fan fest on it. And then the following year, plus or minus a few days, they had, fan actually fest. had fan fest. Yeah. Uh, it didn't actually fall on the eighth. Cause I think that was. Uh, midweek Thursday. Yeah. 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 It close. wasn't very it was, close. It was though. close to, um, um, but basically ghost core has made it official. <laughs> it's like nowhere as near as big as, you know, May the 4th, but, uh, damn sight better than anybody else has got suckers. <laughs> like it's just, they, it's, it's, yeah. uh, uh, sort of like fan fests. It's like nowhere near as big as Star Wars Celebration, but yeah. a damn sight better than what you guys got, suckers. Like it's just well, it's, uh, and and so here's here's the unique position that I think Sony and Ghost Core and and any of the licensors are in. Mm-hmm. Uh, four weeks out from Ghostbusters Day, it could have been a big event. It could have been a big reveal. Um, Mm -hmm. but now with the movie not coming out when it was originally scheduled for all of those big reveals may have been pushed until, you know, uh, the first quarter of next year to, uh, sort of revolve around the March, uh, release of, of Ghostbusters Afterlife. So I think anything that may have possibly been in the cards for Ghostbusters day has probably been either pushed or is being rethought. Uh, so the question is, What's going to happen? Is anything going to happen? Are we going to have any news, any releases, any, I mean, I think, you know, pie in the sky. Oh, wouldn't it be a lovely time for a new afterlife trailer? Yes. But now we're so far out from the movie. It doesn't make sense for a trailer at this point. Well, okay. I think let's step through this logically. There will be something. Some, something, something. Uh, I don't, and somebody, a lot of, a bunch of people said this on the basis of the movie being pushed so far out, they went, there'll be nothing. It's like, no, who doubles down on Ghostbusters Day being a recurring annual thing and then does absolutely nothing with it just because the movie that was supposed to come out a month later in conjunction with it is been pushed back. 
you don't do that. Like if you want Ghostbusters Day to persist into the future, yeah, you, you observe it somehow. Something. I, I, every I mean, at the year. very least, it's it's uh, you know Jason Reitman uh, blasting a, a photo or a teaser photo or something out through social media. Uh, you know, happy yes. Ghostbusters Day, fans! Here's I something to tide you over. Think, yeah. I think there was a good chance it was going to be the trailer. Uh, and I say that just not only because, you know, it makes perfect sense, but, but that Jason's been talking about it, right? He, right? he even said in one, I forget what it was from, but fairly recently it was going around and we never talked about it. Uh, yeah, it was when he was doing was the from. puzzle. He was, he was on the, the puzzles, uh, thing last week. I want to say the puzzles thing. Yeah, it was like, he was? was, he was doing a uh, live Instagram of brain teasers, uh, oh, okay. basically, and and they asked him about it. Yeah, and he but, he le- he legit outright said, "Trailer, you know, you were supposed to see it. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll see it soon. Like, you just I can't wait for you guys to see it." Yeah. yeah. Trailer, 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 trailer. So, so I, you think they'll still release a trailer? No, 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 no okay, no, no, no. I, 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 you think that's what it was supposed to be? Because that would make sense okay, with here's a July the, here's, release date. Yeah, here's you the, yeah. drop a trailer beginning of June. Who boy, that really you know gets everybody talking about it a month or month and a half out. If they can think it, it's not impossible that we'll get a trailer, but it will require us waiting for you know Reitman to do another brain teaser so we can ask him was that the one you intended to show us? I think there is a decent enough chance that they may release something. But what it amounts to is like a second teaser or something like mm. that, right? Like, it, and that's even that's only if they can find an angle that doesn't, you know, that keeps us excited but doesn't give too much away because right, they need they need yeah. that. So that's not a sure thing. I put that at fifty fifty to be honest, because it requires them to go. If we put out something now, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to fire our best shot now. It's too early. But if we don't fire our best shot. Will people be excited? Well, there's a chance it backfires, right? You put it out and you've hidden all the stuff you, the good stuff you want to hold on to for a bit longer, and everybody goes, "Well, that was boring." You know what I mean? Then you got six months of people, uh, yeah, incessantly chattering about how much. It sucks. I mean, that's that's my worry is that you know everybody uh, the the couple of things that I've seen on on the social medias is oh it's going to be the the first photo of yeah. all of the original Ghostbusters, and I'm like, yeah, but I think we're too it's it's too soon. Yeah. It's, I mean, with that movie not coming out till March now, that's something they want to keep. Now, if we ever see images before the movie is released, you know, that's the other thing is I think they, they wanted our first glimpse of them to be in the movie itself. Like maybe they're thinking that now, um, but this goes back to our earlier conversation about, um, uh, like doing, uh, script readings of real Ghostbusters and stuff like (laughs) that. What should they do? Well, here's, here's the, what's. What's a thing you can do that fits both the day and the purposes of the movie that's coming up without revealing stuff? And I and and it fits the given <laughs> given budget and logistical uh, hamperings uh, climate going on. I'm wondering if maybe it's like so. For let me just paint a picture for you. Uh, we you know a video it could even be live. Like we all get to like tune in and mm. ask text questions or whatever. Jason Reitman, you know, uh, you know, dials in with Paul Rudd, and Paul Rudd's a funny guy and the right age, and the two of them just, what is it that you love about the two, you know, first two Ghostbusters movies or whatever? Great. And they just, they just shoot the shoot. Uh, that's know, the way to about, do it. Yeah. Right. So, and you, and not only that, not just Paul Rudd, but maybe he does. You know, it's cut to a, a bunch of them. It's like, let's hear McKenna. Like <laughs> McKenna, <laughs> you were. 
decades not born yet when it came out. When did you first get to see it? Do you remember what, you know, yeah. like how, why, uh, you know, and then, you know, like uh, Finn would be like, oh, I kind of remember the cartoons were being rerun, you know, whatever, right? Like, and what it is, is we're getting nothing about the new movie. We're still celebrating the old movies. Yeah. And what we are doing is we're getting more time with the people in the new movie as ghost heads, essentially. People who oh, love the original movies like we do. So it kind of turns into what um, Josh Gad's been doing. Like he just did the the Goonies one and I guess he's right. got a, a Back to the Future one where it's like just a Zoom chat with all these people. Some drop in, some drop off. Um, right. I, I'm, yeah, that seems, that seems like... To me, that's the the one thing that they can probably do pretty, pretty fairly easily, right? easily. And not only that, it is content that we would yeah. we would not shoot it down, no matter what. Like yeah. we would love it. It is one hundred percent on brand for the day. Uh, it serves a purpose towards promoting the new movie, and it reveals nothing too early. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, and that's, like I said, yeah, I, that's the way to I, go. I think there's some some minds in there, like a Paul Rudd, for example, with the Jason Reitman could dissect the comedy of the original movies for hours, for, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it it turns into at FanFest, you know, Jason talking to his dad about the movie, which is still the, yeah. the highlight of that entire event for me. Um, that's yeah, that's the way to do it. And then what it also opens the door to is, you know, uh, if if Jason is the host or whoever is the host and they just reach off camera and they're like, Oh, what's this piece of artwork? Kind of like Taika Waititi did for Thor. And it's just like, Oh, hold this up. Oh, what was that? Don't know. Throwing it away. Um, (laughs) And, and then it gives, it gives an opportunity to kind of tease things, but in a less official capacity too. That's, that's wonderful. I hope that's, I actually really hope that's what they do. If it's on just like the ghost core Facebook page or something. Because we're all sitting at home staring at the internets looking for stuff anyways. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Oh, the weird part is this is the one year, regardless. Okay, what date is it? We haven't even looked at the date. Let's figure this out right now. <laughs> we're four weeks okay. out. Today is the sixth. <laughs> it's a Monday. Now, if this was a, yeah. if, if things had not changed, it would have been a neat blip in the middle of a workday. And it would have been people like, uh, of kind of like the content industry side of things, like you and me, who would see it as it came out, but then not really dwell on it because we would, you know, would have to move. You know, like when the trailer comes out, oh, we watched the trailer and then I watched it five times and then I had to get it back to work. Or people who are like, you know, service jobs and stuff like that who are like, it came out, but I'm at work. Like I can't, Yeah, I got, I guess I'd like, I, whatever. I got a car up on a jack, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I can't, I'm, I'm on, I'm, I'm at, you know, on, uh, on call at the, the hospital. It's like, I can't stop and look at the trailer. I'll check it out when I get home. We now have the opportunity where uh, most everybody, still unfortunately not everybody, but um, you know a lot of people home and can actually do a oh uh, four o'clock uh, you know uh, East Coast <laughs> yeah. time or West Coast time and evening in the East Coast one o'clock of, in the afternoon sure I'll watch a live one, stream sure well, there you go don't, one o'clock don't in tell the afternoon my office that I'm doing this but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we can tune in for a half an hour or an hour or ask questions, right? Like we're in a situation where it's like, I will catch up 
on my day afterwards because I'm 20 steps away from where I go to make dinner. So yeah. who, who cares if I go a little long or whatever? And I think I and the the tools are there. Like if you set it up through social media or whatever, you do a live stream off of Ghost Course Facebook thing. It's right there. We can all just literally go into chat and ask questions and yeah. Yeah. So okay. So I think that's probably like that and trailer that is are probably book. like top. Like I the, would put so this the very before least the is like t- t- tweeting, Instagramming a photo or just something on set. Ooh, that's too that's too uh, little though. A middle of the road probably poster maybe there's room for yes there's there's room i think for um what do you want to call it the shotgun approach so if it's not uh, a uh, a more meaty thing like say this this hypothetical we just posited here yeah uh, if you did like instagram like a, a handful of different photos throughout the day and then through social media or the thing where they get the press to send out to all the uh entertainment sites and the fan sites and we show off the teaser poster or whatever, right? Like it could be a scatter shot of smaller things that add yeah. up to the today is, you know, turn around and salute the proton pack on your wall. It's Ghostbusters day. Right. So yeah, that's that. And that's probably what ultimately will end up happening. That's, that's that, my guess. That's where my expectations are, where it's just that, like yes, a couple the other of one is a bit more, and, yes. yeah. that That is what you're supposed to do by the way is, uh, turn towards your proton pack on the wall and salute. <laughs> and salute. <laughs> yes. Um, if you have a proton pack. If you don't have a proton pack, you don't have to. Yeah. Uh, well, so let's let's see what happens Ghostbusters Day. It's uh, it's coming down. Uh, but at the same time, uh, there is plenty of opportunity for you all to uh, chime in what you think we will see or what you'd like to see on Ghostbusters Day. Obviously, I'm sure a lot of people out there have ideas. So um, hit up the voicemail and, and let us know. Uh, also at the same time, I just want to take this opportunity before we close things out. Uh, I want to remind everybody the official Ghostbusters afterlife social media handles are only at Ghostbusters on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and the hash, uh, the backslash Ghostbusters and, uh, backslash ghost core on Facebook. Uh, what happened with answer the call and is happening again. There's a lot of sort of dummy accounts that are going up like Ghostbusters Afterlife coming March 2021 and it's just, you know, some person trying to get followers. So uh, just just be careful, especially knowing that we're now talking about social media things happening on a Ghostbusters day. Mm. Um, that Those those are your only uh, official sources. Be, uh, beware. Fire beware. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, go, go stoppers. stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. And Twitter accounts. Friend is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... Ghostbusters. Interdimensional crossroad. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. In other words, don't follow the weird Instagram account that's like slapping in March 2021. And I was like, slapping? What? 
That's yeah, weird. It's a weird sense that we've, as human beings, we've had to develop to 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 sniff out. Yeah. <laughs> unofficial. Hey, sites. this this funny meme that's going around with Costco smacking somebody down. That's funny. That's not real. That's not the real Costco social media. It gets tricky when it's like a Bill Murray Twitter account that tweets out dry wit jokes <laughs> once or twice a day to which everybody goes it's him and I'm like the real Bill uh, no. Murray doesn't care about tweeting out jokes no <laughs> that is not his account I can see where you got confused however uh, yeah yeah um what uh, what you got for the, uh, the the closing thoughts your uh, your final thoughts for this this year episode Mr. Stewart I don't know still kind of chewing over the uh the Ghostbusters Day stuff, like um, my little guy's into Roblox. Your daughter's too young for Roblox, but you'll yeah. get there. Uh, it's basically um, open source uh, co- coding mine, stuff or Minecraft level yeah. stuff. No, what it amounts to is so like um, Minecraft is like kind of a sandboxy world thing that just kept growing and growing and along the way they, it opened up for people to uh, play with the script underneath so you you can kind of program in your own you can make Minecraft be Doom or whatever yeah. Roblox is this other thing too a guy made a really simple kind of and it, it turns out it's I don't know it's like 3D Club Penguin it's perfect for like mm. computer literate grade 2's and stuff like that and uh uh, but again, it's open up enough that people can, if they they can code, they can make really complex things out of it. And if they can't, there's a system that allows them to remember excite a bike where you could build your own tracks yeah. in the yeah, game. That was the, yeah. Excite bike was the best. Same thing. You can build yeah. little obstacle courses using the built in level editing stuff, like a very simple sort of thing. Anyways, little kids love it sort of thing to the point that, and it's huge. Uh, oh, and it, it, everything runs on, um, an in-game economy of virtual money. So if you want to buy a cool new outfit or make something go faster or whatever, you can spend in-game money. And of course, to get in-game money, you spend real-world money. And I don't know who's made this, but Mojang cashed out in the billions with Minecraft or whatever. And uh, this guy's probably doing pretty good for himself. He's at the point, or it could be a she, I don't know. They could be a team. I have no idea. But... um, yeah, Thomas dragged me into the game today because he's got this one he's running around with and his friends. He was all excited to drag me in because you can adopt pets. <laughs> you have your house and you play house and you can have pets and you can call up vehicles and drive around. And it's, again, kids love it. Guys like me who just finished Watch Dogs 2, not having the time of my life, but I'm having different. fun. I'm different. running around with him. It's yeah. great. Uh, he's like, watch this. He calls up the mystery machine. And you can go adopt a uh, pup named Scooby-Doo. But it is legit licensed to the movie that's about to come out. The, the Scoob movie? That's, Scoob uh, oh, movie. that's funny. Yeah. It's not, it's not a pup named Scooby-Doo. It's not Scooby-Doo, uh, yeah. who happens to be a puppy. You're adopting a puppy that looks like Scooby-Doo named Scoob. Oh, and it's right there funny. on the side. It's all related to the new movie and all that. So I'm still kind of humming and hawing like, 
what kind of things the yeah <laughs> that's what can you do to man that's the stuff that I was I I was looking forward to I, I was both looking forward to and dreading that onslaught of all of the tie-ins and all of the merchandising and all yeah. of the promotions that were going to be happening with the new movie and yeah, everything was just uh, lined up yeah and, and it's it's just all been pushed out which is fine and for good reason but it's just like ah we we could be talking about that right now for <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. You know, the games Sony has a long history of doing some really cool cross promotional things with mobile apps. Yeah, and now they've and got never, more lead time, they've got more time more for these lead developers time. to be working on it. So But at the same time, that's a that's a little something you can the the the, the people putting it out <laughs> they want people to come into their game and spend money as soon as possible. So I'm sure none of them would have a problem. Some of them might hold off until it's closer to the movie and some of them might be happy to put it out now. That is a Ghostbusters thing you could do is look, go get the mobile game and be a Ghostbuster for, yeah, you know, with the new update. Uh, and know. we've, we've certainly seen that happen multiple times before. Yeah. We couldn't keep up at one point with all the mobile games. Um, yeah, there was a lot of them. But, um, uh, yeah. And, and some like that, uh, jog away from the dead what the hell is that game called anyways the, it had a whole built-in cutscenes and oh, a the, story yeah, arc uh, and left left for dead wasn't that called left, or run the yeah. dead run the dead no you just think run the jewels run the jewels <laughs> <laughs> that is a great halloween cover band for run the jewels though <laughs> Run the run the ghouls. Run the oh, ghouls. Oh, it win. writes itself. It does write itself. Yeah. I got no real final thoughts. I mean, we're no. stuck at home. I mean, what, what do you want me doing? to tell you about how I'm patching my jeans? Like, mm. no, we've, we've Although, already done that. We already did that. I'm out of things <laughs> to talk about. Oh no. Oh yeah, or, or like the things I'm catching up on. Like I blew through all the uh, Netflix's new Ghost in the Shell series. Yeah, tons of good TV like out there. Yeah. There's not um, really... I have no real final thoughts. Um, which is fine. You don't have yeah. to. I always put you on the spot every single week. I just like doing it. I put you in the hot seat just to see what happens. Uh, I think my, the main final thought is, other than the Ghostbusters Day, because I am now legit curious where things are going to go, I think this is a good opportunity to ask people if you have a thought that we didn't think of. Yeah. Uh, write it to us. Uh, social. Drop it in the comments when we post this on Monday or um, call in the phone line. And, and, and stuff that we can mull over. I know uh, uh, Jordan, I think is her name, a uh, new, new listener was like, uh, she's looking at Egon... In Ghostbusters 2, the peck on the cheek that Dana gives uh, to Egon at the... Uh, <laughs> after, let's see what happens when we take away the puppy. Uh, she she seems to think that that's a, uh, an insinuation that Dana will be uh, uh, the the mother, uh, grandmother figure in, in Ghostbusters Afterlife. And I thought, what? Really? Dana and Egon? Okay, that's I didn't see that coming, we, but okay, sure. Yeah, well, you, you and I did cover this, that it's a... <laughs> It'd be a little weird that Egon ends up being like this, this, this multiple woman Lothario. Just, just very confusing. It's great for the shippers because you can pick, pick ever, whichever one you want to go with. But uh, that's never stopped shippers. Let's be no. honest. But yeah. uh, uh, let's let's all talk about the seedy underbelly of our fandom, which is no, that for, that is not a final thought. That is that's for the, a can. For the, for no, the, you for put the, the lid on that. 
for the earliest part of this fandom, the largest chunk of it was kept alive by people that wanted to know what happened after a long day of ghost busting between the dudes. <laughs> and then they wrote stories about it. Hey. And you you may say to yourself, nuh-uh, it's guys like me in a suit and a pack. And it was like, at the time, there were none of you. Norm Gannon was like, he got his pencil and his pad out and was still working on it. <laughs> and the people keeping it alive was people, uh, Doreen Mullman. And, uh, yeah. Shout out to Doreen. Doreen. Uh, at times like this, yes. But, um... Yeah, I'm going to start that uh, Ghostbusters library someday, and there will be the section of the endless amounts of fanzines slash And it will be, a, it will be behind <laughs> a, a beaded curtain in the back room. Um, uh, no, my uh, final thought is uh, go get yourself a mask. Yeah, go, go get the masks. Go to... I don't even care where you get it from. I think uh, given the, the what this podcast is, Ghostbusters is more fun. Hell, you get it, take a picture, send it to us. I'd love yeah. to see it, but... Um... Yeah, show us show us what you're rocking. And and if you uh, if you can figure out the, the Ray cigarette dangle on your mask, bonus <laughs> points. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, all right. So next week we'll, we'll get back to building. I think that's what we'll do because yeah. uh, what else are we going to do? <laughs> Until then, <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Everything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Oh. Next week, though, Careless Pets. We're so